Hi, folks. Big Joe here with BPW to tell you about another one of our fantastic sponsors, the Ascend Acton Academy. Ascend Acton Academy is an alternative learning platform for your school children ages 4 to 13, and enrollment is open. You can visit them at www.ascendactonacademy.com. At Ascend, they believe that each person who enters the doors deserves to find a calling to change the world. They believe young people are far more capable than we could ever imagine. So if your children are just constantly being barraged with memorization and regurgitating facts, this is definitely the place to look into. They have a learner-driven, innovative, one-room schoolhouse built for the 21st century. They believe that every child and parent who walks through their doors is a genius with God-given gifts and abilities to change the world in a profound way. Located at 117 Milford Hill Lane in Milford, Pennsylvania, you can check them out at www.ascendactonacademy.com. That's www.ascendacend Acton, A-C-T-O-N, Academy, A-C-A-D-E-M-Y dot com. BPW Nation, Big Joe, with Reggie Banner, my cohort, my co-host, my co-pilot, my main man, coming to you again with the Battlefield Pro Wrestling Podcast. We have, not to be surprised, more breaking news. Reggie, how you doing today? What's going on, man? Did you call me a horse? A horse? Is that what you said? No, I'm more than your partner. I'm, I'm your broadcast equal, okay? I said cohort. I thought you called me your cohort. I was going to say, man, look, just because I root for championship material doesn't mean anything, okay? No, 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 no. Listen, we're not starting off the Friday podcast like that. So let's. Oh uh, my god. Let's just let's just carry on and let's. Uh, get all right, ready. all right, all right. Let's, let's, let's just go. Get, get right into some breaking news. So, Alpha announced this week that we have put together a futures show here at BPW. So you're going to get to see. Uh, the students that are a part of the dojo now, they're, they're going to be able to put their talents on display uh, for everyone and get significant ring time at one of our BPW future shows. It's going to be held at the same the same arena, uh, the a Signature Training Academy at the BPW Performance Center, just in a different part of the building. But it's going to be a special bell time. We're doing 3 p.m., so it's going to be like a, a matinee, if you will. And uh, that is going to be the very first one will be Sunday, March the 12th. Again, that's at 3 p.m. Built, uh, bell time. Unfortunately, that show is already at capacity. It's sold out in 17 hours. So people, I mean, it goes to show that people are excited for BPW. They're excited to see uh, the quality of worker that we're grooming organically here at the dojo. And Reggie, I mean, you see it firsthand more so than I because you're, you're more on the road and you're in there with these guys and you have trained you know, before you got hurt. So um, how how excited are are you? Because I hear you're making a debut also. You know, yeah, you know, Reggie Banner's making his official, uh, you know, BPW debut. I'm actually managing a kid named Ox Adams, and he's going against, the, you know, the original OG, Co-Red, a part of Primetime Heat. But, you know, in all seriousness, no, I am very excited for these young men to showcase the world what they have, you know? 
Like these guys have been putting the work in. And, you know, if you come to this show, you are going to be blown away by these guys. Yeah, I no doubt about it. I'm excited to see your managerial debut. I mean, you have I'm amazing. Put, yeah, you are amazing, but you couldn't have picked a better cl- first client to have under your stable than than Ox Adams. I mean, that's that's a pretty it's a pretty good pillar to start building out. Uh, you know, like I said, a, a stable there, and you know, and a big announcement for me too. I, I'm gonna actually be coming into your airspace a little bit. I'm gonna be doing play by play. Uh, they're letting you do play by play. They're letting me do play by play. Yes. I, okay. uh, I, I'm, I'm going to give it a shot. You know, you're, you're going to be I'm great ex- at it. I'm excited. I appreciate it. You know, I I've gotten some compliments just from, you know, the podcast people said, Oh, you should do commentary. And I mean, this is an Avenue for me to, to give it a try. So I'm excited. This is, you know, uh, again, at the, at the BPW performance center office teaching us all, if you if you can't be a wrestler, you know, or a manager, you can't bump. There's other there's other ways to be part of this business. Like myself, for example, I, I do articles and I do the podcast with you, you know, and now I'm getting I get to have an on air personality with doing commentary, the play by play at the student shows, which is I mean, it's it's making my dreams come true, even though like. You know, yeah, it'd be sweet to be a wrestler and stuff like that. But I mean, at this point, it, that's those days of long are long in the rearview mirror. But then for somebody like yourself, I mean, you do your diversity too. You do the podcast with me. You also do commentary for our our main shows. And now, you know, you're picking up that that third role and being a, an an on screen personality with being a manager. So the again, the possibilities. I mean, you can endless def- here. Yeah, you can find something to do in this business. You just have to, you know, learn. And and I mean, that's what that's how it goes. We're all under the learning tree, and uh, no better teacher than uh, than Alpha. So awesome! Ooh. Now we have two of the performers on the future show that are going to be joining us here momentarily. So the the first kid, I I haven't met in person yet, Bryce Reedus. Um, I have seen him and I, I have been impressed by what I've seen, especially because of his age. He's, he's very young and uh, has a good, good build to him. Um, he, I know he puts in work on, in the gym just from his post on, online and things like that. And uh, from the feedback that I've gotten from you, you know, you, you think that he, he definitely has a bright future. And then uh, uh, Uranagi is coming on too. He's going to be his tag team partner at the future show. And uh, another great kid, uh, you know, just on the grind, getting in there, getting trained. And um, they will be tagging up to take on the Trumpets of Apocalypse. Now, not th- that wouldn't be my choice for, for the first match that I have, especially given that um, both of these guys kind of got beat up a little bit on the program by Lucius Crow. But the size of Lucius Crow and the size of Phil Insane compared to their opponents, not, not to take anything away from these kids, but I mean size is a thing in, re- in pro wrestling i mean like size matters before, yeah we've said before there's no there's no weight classes however if there's one thing i could see that could be an advantage for for bryce and for yuri it would be speed obviously you know both very fast can probably pull some high flying maneuvers and things like that but you know i digress i'm gonna turn it over to you reggie why don't you introduce our guys here and uh just let the the crowd know a little bit about Bryson and Yuri. And Yuri Nagy, yeah, absolutely. Guys, it's my honor and my privilege to welcome 
Bryce, Reedus, and Uranagi to the BPW official podcast. Guys, how you doing? Pretty good, man. How are you, Reggie? I'm yeah, doing man, well. Ah, nice, nice to have you guys on here. You know, yeah, like you know, Joe was telling me. Um, yeah, it's a pleasure to have you guys. You guys, I, I know both you guys personally. You guys have been putting the work in, training extra hard, and just you know, ready to take the next step into the future. So, with that being said, how how are you guys feeling about you know tag teaming together against Trumps of Apocalypse? Well, for me, it's a good matchup because, like you said, the speed will be the one step ahead that we will have. Okay. And what about you, Mr. Reedus? Yeah, you know, last month in the program, January 29th, the instant classic Bryce Reedus made his debut. And uh, I challenged Crow to an impromptu match, and uh, he went the low road. He gave me a low blow. And uh, I know in my heart that if he had not low blown me, that night could have turned out much, much different. Um, But it is what it is, you know? That's so not, uh, not 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 to cut you off, but you really think you you stood a chance against the God of Gods? Like what? Like what? What was your strategy going into that match? Well, listen, Reggie, I don't call myself the instant classic for nothing, baby. I know the talent I got, and I just try to I'm trying to put a uh, put a few more pieces together. But I know I got what it takes. And listen, the trumpets of apocalypse, you know, they're. They're scary guys. You know, you stand next to them. You you see the damage and carnage that they've caused. And, you know, it's what do these two kids match up against these guys? How do they match up? Do they match up? We're going to answer that question for you. And I think we match up quite well because given the chance at a fair fight, I don't know, man. I'd keep your eye out. I don't know if I'm so sure that uh, we're going to take that L, Reggie. So just hmm. keep an okay. eye out. You know? well a lot of confidence from you. A lot of confidence from you, young man. You know, this this is my interview, so let me conduct this. Um, you're Nagi. How how are you feeling? Honestly, I feel pretty good about it. This is a very good matchup. I yeah, believe but... if Lucius Crow did not kick me in the face right in the beginning, I would have got that win. He had to take the cheap shot and take me when I was least expecting it. So we're missing one huge factor here. Um, have you guys, you know, I mean, Phil Insane has been on a rampage, you know, trying to destroy everyone hardcore. What don't you think he's just gonna run through you guys? Like that doesn't scare you guys at all that you'll be in the ring with both of these just monsters at the same time? Now listen, like I said, I had a one-on-one match with Crow, and you know, I think if the chances were a little more fair, it could have went differently. But you throw the butcher Phil Insane in there, you know, it's it throws everything off, you know, what can the game plan be? And I've never teamed with Mr. Uranagi before, but I do look forward to the opportunity to do so. Um, and we're going to give it our all, you know, there's no telling, um, there's no guarantee that we're going to be walking out with the win, but we're going to raise some hell in there. You know, we're two young upstarts. Um, this is what this show is built around the future of professional wrestling. And I fully, fully believe you are looking right at it, sir. You know, that's some, um, some, you guys got some balls. Uh, there's no other way to say it. you guys got some balls and you know, you got, <laughs> you got me over here, you know, just kind of second guess myself. Like, don't take this the wrong way. I, I love both of you dearly, but I don't think you guys have necessarily what it takes to take on the Trumps of Apocalypse, but prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. 
Whoa, time out, Reggie, before I mute your mic, because I mean, listen, come on. They, they, yes, they do have big balls. I mean, for sure. Like I said, I, it wouldn't be my first choice for a match, but, but you got to play the cards that are dealt. Like you need to get out there and you need to wrestle. So who's anybody that does this, you know, and wants to do this for a living, they're not going to turn down any fight. And I, I actually like what I'm hearing from these guys. It sounds like, you know, win, lose or draw, they're going to bring it. And um, I, I kind of te- I, I have a tendency to agree with what Bryce said as far as, you know, with Crow, if he wouldn't have done the cheap stuff and, and everything else. I mean, that's his call. That's his calling card. He's going to he's going to do whatever he can to get an unfair advantage and in a fair fight, which we haven't even seen yet from him. You know, Absolutely. so, yeah. Right. So, yeah. So so it could, it could be anything. But. You know, I just, eh, you know, Reggie, again, you're entitled to your, that's, that's our theme around here. Big Joe. No, no, no. I heard somebody mention um, that we're, we're just kids, you know, I'm Mr. Uranagi is obviously a young man, but I, the instant classic Bryce Reedus is 19 years old, you know, and I, it, I don't think that age really matters here. You know, you give us a chance and we're going to change the game. Battlefield Pro Wrestling is here to stay, you know, and so is Bryce Reedus and Mr. Uranagi. And so are the trumpets of apocalypse. And I know that this is not the last time that you will see us all in the rain together. Hmm. So you have a mutual respect for this team. Oh, absolutely. Okay. How can you not respect these guys? But I also see that they're bullies who control by fear. And what do you do to a bully? You punch him in the face. So Mr. Phil insane and Mr. Lucius Crow. We're gonna punch you in the damn face, man. I love it. That that's awesome. Now, what one one last thing before we guys let you get back to I know you you're in the performance center right now, getting ready to hit training. But so what would you say to any prospective uh not just wrestlers, but anybody that wants to do commentary, uh ring announcing, be a manager, be a valet, camera person, whatever it is, you know what. How would you re- recruit anybody to the Battlefield Pro Wrestling Performance Center? How has your experience been up to this point? So my experience has been up and down experience. It was wonderful to have. You meet people from different states, different fight styles, and different moves that you could make into your own. If you want to be a wrestler, you got him. You got many different talents here that could definitely show you. You got co- you want to be in commentary. You got one of two best voices right here on the podcast. But if you want to even be a valet, even be a valet, you always could just contact us and see what you could do. Yeah, that's that's great, man. I I appreciate the props and like you know, like I said, we're excited to see you guys get in there. You know, your your first official match. It's you know, hopefully, you know, for our sake, you know, from sitting from a fan's perspective, I wouldn't mind. If you guys surprised the world and and picked it up, but Hey, I know that things, you know, time is valuable and everything else. Thanks for taking the time to hop in here with us. And uh, we will see you guys March the 12th. All right. Thanks for having us. And uh, closing remarks, please come out, uh, check out the show. You know, this is BPW. We are the A show, baby. It's right here. Damn right. Thank you. Yeah. We got Oosh in the background saying, thank you guys. Thank you guys. Thanks. Oh, is he there? Is is off of there with you? He just left. Just, just left. left. Okay, ah. I was gonna. 
gonna have him gonna I was gonna have him bomb the podcast, but anyway, <laughs> go go tighten up your skills, boys. We'll see you in, in a few weeks here. Not Move even wrong, guys. About a week. All right, definitely. We'll see you in a week. All right, later on. Later. Thank you. All right, Reggie. So confident kids, man. Confident kids. I love to see it. I mean, I, I think a lot of other people in that situation might be shitting their pants, but yeah, you know, including, I mean, including myself, I'm a nervous guy by nature, you know, realistically. Ah, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. You can, <laughs> you can handle them. I'll tell Phil and say myself that you want to fight him. Oh, you're no, no, don't do no? that. No, no. Oh, okay. Okay. I'll, I'll tell him you want to fight him. No, uh, no, don't look. Listen, he knows about my leg and you know my uh, my meniscus being torn. He, he 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 pities me, so he won't fight me for that. Yeah, well, that you have a tendency to think that people um, aren't as bad as they actually are. But again, I digress. I know what you're talking so. about. Anyway, moving along. Now we had a big show. It was our biggest house yet. Um, just this past Sunday here, and it was Last Resort. We are going to do part one of that show preview here for everybody. So, you know, without further ado, let's kick that off. We had a, I was surprised by this placement on the card. Phil Insane opening the match against Nunzio. Uh, not a bad way to, to kick off Last Resort. Again, no, it wasn't. Phil is kind of, he's becoming, you know, one of the faces of the franchise, so to speak. And uh, to have him come out first, I know people I was, I was watching, you know, via the stream because I wasn't able to be there physically this time. But it, as soon as he comes out, people start with the comments like kill Phil kill and, you know, ring the, but let's sound the trumpets and stuff like that. So they love this guy. And um, stylistically, just, just right from the jump, you see Phil versus Nunzio and it's uh, what, what, what we expected and what we just talked about with Bryce and, and Yurinagi is that it's Phil's going to have a size advantage against a lot of different people, you know? So, um, Nunzio was physically overmatched, but you and I had discussed that we thought that maybe the experience would, would kick in and, um, he, he might be able to, to steal one, but it just wasn't the case. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you called the match and, uh, you saw it all firsthand and, um, what are your takeaways? You know, that match itself was just, it was brutal. It was very physical match. And, you know, like props to Phil Insane, man, for just, you know, giving everything you have to the nun- to Nunzio. So. Yeah. And, and you know, he fin- he finished him off and then he immediately started the, uh, the, the the post bell shenanigans I'll call it he you know he yeah started, started laying in some heavy fists you know after that and 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 things like that because you could tell he was just looking to to, to name him yeah to do as much physical damage as, as possible and we kind of expected that you know because we touched on ever since the 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 loss to Tommy Dreamer um, he if the guy could have gotten worse psychologically I mean he did he did hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, he's it's, it's on, terrifying. It, it is. And he's clearly on a mission to, you know, destroy everybody in his path. That's first of all. But now it seems to be like there's even a a further concentration on anybody that's, you know, has an association with Dreamer or ECW or hardcore wrestling in itself. Um, so 
it's going to be interesting to see what comes down what comes down the pike for him. Um, the other thing I wanted to touch on here, and I, I found this interesting. So uh, when Lucius Crow came back into the ring and put his his pig mask back on him, he like just instantly yeah. stopped. He uh, relaxed. Yeah, what is that about? I I don't know. And you know, like like I said, like me and Lucius Crow and Phil Insane, we're we're I'm not gonna say we're, we're you know we're cool, but we're okay. And I just noticed like. When he talks to me, he has his mask on. It just, it almost, it puts a trance on him, you know. Like it, it brings him peace. And I don't know. I got. I'm, I'm gonna dig deeper enough for uh, for us to find out like what's going on with that mask. I, I, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Yeah, that was a big takeaway for me. I, uh, the first time, I, I actually picked up on, on something like that. So it'd be interesting to see if you know. Not that, not not necessarily that they're going to give us the story, you know, <laughs> because these guys are pretty dark. But they're pretty um, dark. Yeah, that was something else. And then we had the uh, the second match, which is part of one of the biggest rivalries we have going in BPW now. It's uh, Jimmy Conway from South Philly's finest taking on Trey Heat from the the from Primetime Heat. Now we saw. Uh, Dio and Trey and Code Red come out prior to the match. Dio grabbed the stick, started, uh, you know, talking his smack to the crowd and stuff like that. And uh, Jimmy and Luca come make their entrance. And, you know, this was supposed to be Jimmy versus Trey one on one. But unfortunately, as a lot of things work out for primetime heat it doesn't always stay one on one. I mean, when you have a stable of guys, it's three different guys. It's it's much much like uh championship material i'd say too they're gonna stick together they're gonna do whatever they have to do to win i get it i mean i i really do but um this match almost ended really quick uh um, yeah yeah conway caught him with the cutter and uh i honestly thought we were gonna get out of there in under 15 seconds um you i know you're a proponent of primetime heat i know you're a big big trey heat guy but with Code Red coming in and and laying the cheap shot in on Jimmy to uh, to to knock him out and for Trey to pick up the the win. I mean, I even heard you on commentary saying not like this. So I mean, even you have some sort of morals. You know, I do, and it's just I I'm I'm actually a big fan of both these teams, and like you know, when I see two talented individuals having a match together, and for the end with a cheap shot like that, you know, there there was no reason. In my opinion, for anyone else to get involved, you know what I mean? Like, just why? Why? Because that's what they do. I, I mean, it's you. You, but I don't know. I was I, my boys let me down. There you go. Yeah. See that? That's the Reggie I like to hear. <laughs> you know, just uh, let's let's have a fair fight once in a while. You know? Yeah. There's, yeah. No need to get in there and and do anything else. Because I mean, look at now. I did see something that that you know probably pissed Trey off a little bit. Luca came out; they had the uh, the the cutting board with the gabagool on it. You know, that's my that's my favorite thing like that. Like the gabagool, huh? Pops me a hundred percent of the time. The gabagool. So gabagool. he has that, and he he's like waving it in Trey's face, and then he slaps his his pooch because you know Trey's got the. Trey's got a little tummy on him, and I mean, nothing wrong with that. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. He's working on it. Like I like oh, like I said earlier, Trey. This he's 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 trying to you know 
trim up. He's boxing. He's he's in the boxing ring for six hours a day. Don't don't talk about Trey's little, you know, he's he's working on it. We're all working on it. It's not to say we're six not to say we're successful at it. <laughs> okay. 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 I agree. <laughs> oh man. Anyway. We had uh so again Trey Heat comes and, and, and picks up the, the cheap victory, but uh this is this is by no means over. They, this spilled over into um aftermatch chaos because uh OG and Dio came in and they collectively were starting to attack Jimmy and then Luca got in and he he pulled Bando off, took him down, you know, landed a couple punches to him, and then it, it was just chaos between it was chaotic. Between both sides, so the, the only thing, if this if this comes to a head again, and uh, it, it, the, the, which it's going to, they're gonna they're gonna fight again, no no doubt about it. But oh yeah. Does do you think SPF needs to pick up a third person? I mean, you even know, if it, yeah, go ahead. I hundred percent agree with you. I think they need a third man. You know, to even the odds, because two on three, every single match, you know, you. You can't overcome that. You need an equalizer, and you need—I don't know—who will they pick up though? I have no idea. I mean, they did—you know—they have the relationship with Nunzio, so I mean, we saw that match already. We saw that know? already. Yep. Yeah, but if they—I mean, if we're doing Freebird rules and it's you know any two of Primetime Heat versus SPF, that's still going to leave one of Primetime Heat on the outside. And exactly. Yeah, as we said, it's whatever it's 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 definitely an advantage um for for them but i mean may, maybe they will maybe they won't be, but you know the spf isn't a team that's going to you know go looking for an easy way out so they, no you know, they're not going to lie down you know they're going to fight back into nah, the last breath yeah they would they would fight them if it was 2 on 6 8 10 whatever but oh yeah um next match match that i thought was quite possibly and you said this on the previous podcast that this was kind of match of the night material, man. These two kids put on a, Oh, sorry. I better stop saying that because Bryce was like, I'm, I'm at the hearty old age of 19. <laughs> yeah, Bryce, Bryce really has a beard. He's, talking about he's like, he's a grown man. Yeah. yeah. So. Like let's relax. kid. Come on. So we had <laughs> him and Tamir versus uh fan favorite, Nolan Pierce. And, uh, Man, I was impressed by both these guys. You know, Tamir came out and he was playing the mind games like I, you know, I picked up from what you were mentioning on commentary. He was doing some push-ups and, you know, some other stuff and kind of kind of doing that delay delay tactics which I know mm-hmm. yeah, just throughout the the history of professional wrestling, um that really pisses off your opponent. Like it so, does. Yeah. He knew what he was doing. And I mean, his, his game plan was executed for sure because um, Nolan, you could see got frustrated with it. And uh, from there, the match was, was kind of back and forth, but both these guys are so athletic and so fast. Um, Really impressive, man. Uh, Tamir's your dude. So uh, give him the rub a little bit. Like, even though he came up on the short end, he, he, he you know, and else. Tamir hasn't won. And I, and I keep, t- I keep trying to tell him whenever I said, I was like, Tamir, I was like, you need to execute a quicker game plan. I was like, you know, pull the tights, do, do something to keep going down. But you know, once he, you know, once he nails those slaps on you, the slaps in the back, he needs to be more, 
aggressive. I think he has that in him, but you know, I don't think he's ready to show that to people because, quite frankly, Broadisville doesn't really deserve it. But you know, I digress. He needs to kind of turn up his intensity a little bit. Wow, Broadheadsville doesn't deserve it. How dare you talk about our fans that way? That's pretty messed up. But... I didn't say the fan. I'm talking about, you know, Broadheadsville as a city. Oh, God. Anyway, yes, the slaps to the back. I, I you know. The rake, the, everything he does. And again, that's something that, like, you're not going to, when you're in a fight with somebody, right, you're not going to slap them in the back barehanded because that's not how you're going to win the fight. But... I don't think that was his intention with that move. That's just to piss him off even more. Absolutely. You know, he's like a gnat, you know, like just buzzing around and you can't swat him, you know? So but, my thing is, is he trying to, you know, make a statement to his opponent or is he trying to win? Good point. Yeah. No, I. that's that's perfect. I was just going to say that because, like, it's it's okay if that's your deal to a point, but if you're picking up loss after loss after loss – I mean, you're going to find yourself moving down the card pretty damn quick. And yeah, uh, Nolan, this was by far Tamir's closest matchup physically. I mean, he's, absolutely. To his credit, he's he's taken on uh, much larger opponents. But uh, again, you can't you can't let that uh, deter you from professional wrestling. I mean, look, we saw Floyd Mayweather get the best of the big show, you know? Yeah, so, we absolutely did. Yeah, you, you can't. You size and look at Rey Mysterio, what he's been doing his entire career. I mean, yeah, and Tamir's got to find that. You know, he's got to find his inner, his, his inner big man. You know, like I did, Tamir, I I know, I know you watch the podcast, but listen, man, enough slaps. You need to start doing some punches, some rakes in the eyes. Get down and dirty if you want to win these matches, man. Like win by any means necessary. You got that in you. Be that think, lion. Yeah, I think he does too. I mean, maybe concentrate less on being an asshole and just. You know, go out there and try and out-wrestle your opponent. I mean, he he definitely has the speed. He can put together, you know, different chain moves and stuff like that where it's, you know, one move into the other, and that, that damage adds up, you mm-hmm. know? So this was a, a missed opportunity for Tamir. Now, on the flip side, Nolan Pierce, if I was giving out a performance of the night bonus, this was my kid, this was my guy here because I thought – um, he, he did some things athletically that I was super-duper impressed with, and then uh, – that that front drop kick at the end, um, I know you guys had a name for it. I I don't remember, but that was devastating. I mean, and, and that was, you know, was in it. the words of Jr., that man has educated feet. Educated feet, yeah. That drop kick was so fast, you know, kind of came out of nowhere and uh, just was able to take Tamir out. That, but it put him away. Yeah, but I'd pay again to see that. I I would I would definitely like to see. If Tim and Tamir, you know, maybe straighten his attitude up a little bit, if he could possibly even the score with Nolan Pierce. Um, I, I say make it a no DQ match and see what Tim and Tamir can do then. Yeah, that's, you know, that's always an equalizer. So, yeah. 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 Awesome. Moving right along. We have uh, two more matches to review here in our first part. We have double A, the reinforcer. The Purple Haze, Andrew Anderson, took on a good buddy of his, actually. Um, helped this guy break into the business. They were actually tag partners. Tim Theory, our very own Tim Theory. Um, hey. I know <laughs> you got some uh, – uh, shout-out to Tim Theory, too, because he had a post where he was showing our new 
pyro and smoke machine, and he did his awful impression. Welcome. <laughs> <to the laughs> His Alpha pops me with that, but it, uh, Tim pops me with his Alpha. It's 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 a Vince McMahon Alpha impression. So it, it was Tim Theory imitating Alpha imitating Vince. So <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty dead on. So down the line of impersonations, we got Alpha going welcome to the battlefield, and then you got Tim imitating Alpha imitating Vince going welcome. And, I, bad I, I thought and, and, and then there's you doing it, you know, and, and now there's me. So now, now you got you. now you got Big Joe imitating Tim Theory, imitating Alpha Junior, imitating Vince McMahon. This is like the seven. What do they call that? The seven circles of Kevin Bacon or something like yeah, that. Where... Well, let's, let's make it the eight circles of banner. Welcome <laughs> to the battlefield. <laughs> that is that's fantastic. We got worked. Reggie Banner. Imitating Big Joe, imitating Tim Theory, imitating Alpha Jr., imitating Vince McMahon. We're going down the line, baby. That's crazy. Awesome stuff, man. So Theory comes out again. You know, I can't I can't reiterate this enough. We have Phil Insane, who's one of the pillars of BPW. We have Tim Theory, who's obviously a pillar of BPW, except, you know, on this side, Tim's not as dark <laughs> as as Phil Insane. And, no, you know, no, 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 not know. at all. Probably doesn't bathe himself in in pig's blood or whatever Phil does, but ugh, again, whatever. So he comes out, and you know, um, Andrew Anderson again was was uh, talking to the crowd beforehand. You know, talking some shit. It, you know, he obviously, if anybody hates the Broadheadsville crowd, it's Andrew Anderson. He who can blame him? He yells at these guys every single show, like, and but it's, it's okay. he put over Tim. He he did, yeah. He he after you know Tim made his entrance, double uh, A got back on, and he said like I, I did in spite of everything. This is my brother, and you know we're gonna have a good match. And you know now that being said, you know they hugged it out in the beginning, and then but they beat the shit out of each other. I mean yeah, they, they, they killed each other. He didn't hold anything back. I mean, at one point he slammed his head off the steps for God's sakes. I mean, yeah. like, like, hey, I love you, brother. Wham! Like, it's just like it's tough love, okay. baby. There's a lot of tough love going around BPW, but <laughs> but the story of this match, and you already know why my voice perks up right now. What are you going to say, Reggie? Who came out to interrupt this match and distract Andrew Anderson? You you tell me, tell me, enlighten uh, me. The the national treasure, the Philadelphia Playboy, and and you know what? With the Playboy coming out and doing what what was that? Like his gyrating? It's the swivel. It the, is that what he calls it? The I, swivel. But that's what I'm calling it. It's the swivel, baby. And listen, I refuse to call that man the Philadelphia. You know, quote unquote playboy. He's not a playboy. He's a distracting. And then, you know, Tim with a quick roll up on him. Come on. Come Reggie, on. I dare you to bring your wife to the next show where the Philadelphia Playboys attended. You're too scared because she's going to walk out with him. He's not a playboy. But, You're insane. Rick, you, how about you bring your woman? You go, you go better. first. I know better. Listen. My wife will be at the next show. We'll see what the Philadelphia quote-unquote playboy does. All right, Reggie. Well, don't say I told you so. But anyway, playboy comes out doing his thing. He's doing the swivel. He's passing out his roses. Andrew Anderson gets a look at this. 
loses his shit apparently because he got schoolboyed and Tim was able to pick up the victory. So got to pay it, attention. It, it was quick. It was quick. Got to pay attention. Anderson can't be getting distracted by the playboy, but I, I have a, 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 again, another sneaking suspicion that that is that rivalry is not over either. So no, far uh, from over. We're going to see more of that, but you can't get enough of the Philadelphia playboy. Ugh. Uh, the last match we're going to talk about on this podcast episode, Reggie Banner, is one that I'm super excited about because I was, again, this was another contender for match of the night. I mean, obviously, and we've been excited throughout the whole month of February once the announcement was made that we were bringing both these guys in and then that the uh, that, that the match was made and they were going to be facing each other. So we'll talk about Encore versus Casey Navarro now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So what this match was absolutely everything I expected it to be back and forth. Athleticism. um, Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. One thing I picked up from this one that I encore. Fantastic shape, right? Amazing. Casey Navarro. Fantastic shape. Truly blessed. Not the biggest guys in the world, right? So, again, they're on the smaller side, but. Encore might be pound for pound one of the strongest dudes in the business. Did you did you see some of the moves he pulled off? Like obviously you saw it, but like where he was able to catch Casey and then he held him in the vertical suplex. I was going to say he held him. It's not easy. Yeah, it's not easy. No, and like he's what I'm. I'm gonna like. I'm gonna make a guess on his weight. Like I'm gonna say both of these guys are probably no bigger than what? What would you say? Like. 165 pounds or 200 pounds between both of them? Yeah, I mean, I'd go on the high end, like 200. Yeah, they're, you know. When when Encore caught Casey, and and I'm thinking to myself, as I'm calling this match, I'm like, okay, you know, he's going to just, you know, quickly just slam him down, you know, go for pinfall. No, he holds him in the air vertically for like 30 seconds. Yeah, like totally British Bulldog style from back in the day, like just pumping him up. And then Let like all the blood rush to his head just to put this into perspective. So, you know, we talk about that, you know, they, they're like they're around 200 pounds. But to, to catch somebody that's your own body weight like that and to hold somebody that's your own body, that would be like me catching Bull James. You know what I mean? Or, or him catching me it, just just to put that into perspective. And that I mean, that's a tough ask. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> we're we're not small individuals. So, I, I mean, yeah, so props to him. But that was super impressive. I, I mean, we knew he was fast. We knew he was athletic. But th- that display of strength was was something else. But um, Casey Navarro got the got the one up in this one. Great show of respect, though. These guys. Oh, yeah. Know, h- hugged it out after. And uh, then you want to tell everybody what happened from here? This. This shocked me. I was not expecting this at all, and I don't know the first thing about this individual. Okay. So, during the hug, did you notice that this gigantic behemoth of a human, he's a stalker, S-T-G, or, you know, however you say his name, he he appeared behind Casey Navarro, and I don't know. If, I don't know if you like ever seen him before. He's been stalking Casey around the world. I don't know what his obsession is with him, but that he goes to destroy him. 
man i no like i like, said this this was the first time i've ever seen this person before in my life ever yeah so i've, I've never seen him I, I, you know, I'm I'm more versatile than you are. I, I get out, you know. I talk to the, I talk to people and everything. But dark STG, I, how would you just a sculpture of muscle and yeah, just yeah terrifying human being, just stalking. I I, I can't say I can't like, you know he's a stalker. He stalks Casey Navarro. Yeah, and and another guy that you know seems to like to it just. Just a dark, dark persona. Like he he comes out with his his makeup on and and just has just an ominous kind of presence. Of, uh, scream, doesn't he? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's a pretty good comparison. I mean, he just just something that somebody you don't want to run into, you know. Per he, se, I know, mean, he's he's from the shadow realm. That he has to be because I, I guarantee you, there's not a lot of people that owe Dark STG uh, any money because <laughs> no, you know, yeah, so. Yeah. Terrifying. It's t- terrifying is is a big word around here because we have some terrifying individuals. I hope but, we get a uh, match with those two one day. Yep. Very possible. We'll possibly. Happens. Never know. BPW. See what happens. And uh, Reggie, that's it. You know, just to give everybody an update, we are going to try our damnedest to do four shows a month every Friday, bring in the recording. So, you know, we're going to take our review shows, our preview shows. We're going to break them down into segments like this. You know, so nobody wants to listen to a a four-hour podcast. So This is just part one, guys. Keep it short and sweet. This is part one. We still have the back half of the show after the intermission coming up next week. We'll see about wrangling up an interview or two. Maybe have uh, somebody pop in and uh, introduce you to more of our awesome workers here at Battlefield Pro Wrestling. Again, guys. The future show is coming up March 12th. That's Sunday, March 12th. It's a 3 p.m. bell time. It is still going to be at the Signature Training Academy, just a different part of the building. It's going to be actually the in dojo. the dojo. In the dojo. So, the, again, the show has sold out already. Um, but now you know, next time we announce a show, get on, get your tickets fast, because we do have the uh, the main roster show coming up in at the end of March on the 26th. And that is going to be our traditional 5 p.m. bell time, 4 p.m. doors open. As always, VIP tickets, $30. General admission, $25. Uh, Reggie, another great show. Glad we were able to get Bryce and Urinagi on here to talk about their huge opportunity to shock the world. And Oh, what's a uh, huge opportunity? Yeah. We will definitely talk again next week. So, BPW Nation, this is Big Joe for Reggie Banner. We're out. I'm thinking about my life and all the profit. profit Each and every day training, remaining, remaining. There is no time for the explaining We are, we, we, we are, we are, we are BPW, we are, we are BPW, we are, we are All of this is because of you, because of you We are, BPW, no, we are, we are BPW, no, we are, we are BPW, all of this is because of you my skin, I feel it in my soul, I feel it in this world, I gotta take control, I feel it in my mind, I feel it in my grind, I feel BBW, yeah it's my time, I'm home, I've been waiting for days, to think about my time in the maze, 
I'm coming out Julian Graves. Everything that I did to get paid, I'm waking up. Nobody hit, never stop me. Moving with the punches and jabs, just call me Rocky. Moving through this world, yet movement just has been sloppy. There's nobody in this world to top me. I remain the greatest forever. Get your mind together. Uh, and I am doing this no matter the weather. Got the feeling. Already know that I'm healing. I got my time in the ceiling. Moving all the way up to the sky. There's nobody else ever this fly. I came back from the dead to begin. I have no other choice but to win. Yeah. We are. We are. We are. We are. BPW. We are. We are. BPW. We are. We All of this is because of you. Because of you. We are. BPW. No, we are. We are. BPW. No, we are. We are. BPW. All of this is because of you. Thank you.